Wake up, black people. It is the blackest podcast in America. Black people is personal. I'm your host, the Afro Vegeta, with my lovely co-host, Asha Zane. And she's new, and it's the first episode, so y'all uh, welcome her. Yay. Clap hands, clap hands. <laughs> okay, um, we are starting a series. It was her idea. Very, very good idea. Talking about the black family, because I feel like we have lost value of what family is, especially as a culture and especially as a community. And um, we want to talk about the black woman side. We was on. I'm, I know how. <laughs> I know how our community hates when we bash black women, but I think a lot of things need to be said. I think accountability needs to be taken here. So we need to point the fingers at each other and try to get an understand standing of why. We behave the way we behave. So let's start it off, man. Miss Ashazan, you being a single yeah. mother, you being a single mother, it's a lot of things we're gonna talk about that you can relate to. So how about you take yeah. it? How about you take it on the floor right here? What is it about? Okay, so... Oh, go ahead. Oh, okay, I was about to say, as the black woman, and it's different scenarios. Let's talk about the single black mother who allows the father of his kid or kids to see his children. So let's start with what what is your role when you know, okay, the father's not in the household and I have the kids majority of the time. What is your role for those kids? understand both sides especially especially black women when they're um, a single mother that it's automatically certain things that are going to come with being a single mother aka you're going to be spending more time with the kids 
that's just how it is. Because like what you said, you're you're y'all the nurturing, you know, parent and this, that, and the other. And it's a lot of nurturing that has to go on, especially with a newborn and up to them younger, taller years. It's a lot of nurturing that has to go on. So yes, he or she or they are gonna be more it's gonna be more time spent with the mother than the father. And I know this well, saying Okay, go ahead, uh, go ahead. I just want to say that I think that's just how things have uh, turned out to be that way. Yeah. However, I do think that a proper standard would be that, okay, even though the relationship didn't work, it could still be 50 You know, right. a week on, a week on yeah. type of situation. I don't think that um, that should be an, an accepted standard. Like, mm-hmm. Okay, women have this, the children the majority of the time. And I think that Honestly, I could, I could, um, I could own up to that. That when uh, my son was uh, first born, I was kind of that dad who just wanted to see him on the weekends, and not like by choice because I did work. But it just like <laughs> it's like when when you become a parent and you're young, you kind of still want that time to yourself. So that kind of played, I kind of played that a little selfish at times. You know what I mean? So I did kind of come into that uh, weekend father uh, duty, but, you know, it is what it is, though. So one of the things that is vital and important in being a parent, especially a single parent, is consistency. So it's a lot of ways to be, to be consistent, especially as a, um, as a mother and a father, but we're talking about mothers today because Father's Day is coming up, so we ain't going to get no backlash right now because it's a grace period for us. Y'all had y'all grace period, what, like a couple of weeks ago? Now it's our turn. So, a lot of... Well, the- I'm not, I'm not, let me, let me just chime in. I'm not going to say that it's necessarily um, y'all's turn. What, well, I, what I'm going to say as a woman, oh, is there obviously we go. it's time that there be some constructive conversation about the yeah. black woman. Not, not back to the black mm-hmm. woman, but just putting things into perspective because at the end of the day, the saying has always been how we're smarter than guys, first right. of all. So since we are smarter than you guys, and we can just live at our full potential, ladies, it'll really help these black men out because they really need us more than what we realize. We do. But but the thing, the funny thing is, like, I definitely agree with what you said, but thing is about our, our people, like, constructive criticism comes off as attacking. And we get so we so easy to be defensive over everything. We are so defensive and when it comes down to parenting, all that stuff. Somewhere. I think that comes from somewhere, and that's something that we all have to uh, start to work on. Right. Not being so easily offended. Right. And um, I was feeling some type of way. We're from the got me feeling some type of way generation, so we definitely have to get out, out of our feelings, and that goes for us all. Sometimes us women, we can be, you know, get out your feelings, get out your feelings to men. Right. And all that we're building our feelings, sometimes we need to learn how to get out our feelings too and be more sure because we can actually bring about, you know, a greater good. Exactly. 
All right, so let's get back to consistency. I really feel like it's vital for a single mother, a black single mother, to be consistent when it comes to emotions. Because with y'all being the more emotional gender, sometimes y'all emotions can get away of being, get in the way of being a consistent parent. So I want you to elaborate on that and tell me what your thoughts about being consistent as a black single mother. consistent emotions because emotions set the tone of whatever you're about to do you know what i mean even parenting like it's a lot of people and we never gonna say this just about black women but black males too it's a lot of on both sides a lot it's sometimes pain and stress and not being able to contain your emotion get away 
of effective parenting and it can be an effect towards the kids in the long haul. Like it could be long-term effects because being bottled up in your feelings can lead to neglecting your child. It can lead to abusing your child and it can lead to like other things that can harm the growth of the child. So that's why we, like we both single black mothers and black fathers have to really learn how to manage our emotions and put our most emotions in check when it comes down to our child or children. Great point. Definitely <laughs> have to be able to put our emotions in check. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> Yes, and another thing, um, and even even with emotions, going back to that, even decision making, because <laughs> doing a lot of things or making a lot of decisions based off how you feel can affect you, your household, and the kid in the long term too. So it's just very vital to be consistent in a positive way, emotionally. So we kind of yeah, and pain. It's all as far as like with pain. It's a lot of things that <clears throat> that uh, <laughs> gives us pain, and some people su- some people suffer in pain in different ways, and some people lash out their pain in different ways as well, and that can be in the being a um, in the sense of like parenting as well, because like I said, with abuse, like child abuse is really rising; it, it's silently rising. In our um in our community, as far as, as far as black parents, and I'm seeing on the news at least once a month, <clears throat> once a month, that a child has been harmfully, like hurt, very hurt, like bodily hurt or dead, due to abuse from rather the step step parent, step black parent, or the black parent. Prime example. There was a, this is recent too, in in Georgia, I think it was like last week, I think, um, single mom, and they're black, had a boyfriend. I don't know where the single mom was. I don't know if she was in the house or not, but the boyfriend got mad at the, um, the child. I forgot what the child did, but he got so mad at the child that he beat the child and he beat him so bad, him or her so bad that. He was brain dead. The child was brain dead before he got to the hospital. Wow. And this is a child. And this, I forgot what, I wish I had more information on it, but the child was no, no older than, than like five. He was still like, the child was still like in toddler years. And that comes from, and I feel like when you have, we got, we have the audacity to hit a child like that. It's one thing to whooping and discipline your child, but it's nothing to beat on a child. That comes from some type of pain that's been displaced somewhere in your life. You know what I mean? And I can give you another a, a, a personal a personal example. And I went through this recently. Me and my own son's mom. Her um, I have a six year old boy, and uh, the son's mom stays with the boyfriend. Like they live together. And my son told me one time when I had one weekend, I had him that, excuse me, that um, the boyfriend whooped him. And I didn't like that. Not one bit. I really had to really control my anger because the fact that another man is putting his hands on my child while I'm act the acting father in his life, like I'm in his life. 
He sees me on a consistent basis and stuff like that. It's not like I haven't seen him in years. Then all of a sudden he tells me that, you know, this boyfriend who's been on him for like a year or so has whooped him. No, I've seen him consistently since he came out the womb. And the fact that she approved, this is her telling me this, she approved of her disciplining my child. Now, mind you, they have a newborn that's about probably 11 months old and two of his other kids stay in that household with them. So it's like four kids and all. So he really took upon the um, role of discipline the whole house as far as like kids, including mine. And I still didn't like that because I feel like that could have been handled in, the, in a way where if he's acting up over there, I'm only 15 minutes away from that house. You call me and let me talk to him or I can come over there. And the fact that she gave them permission was the ultimate disrespect towards me as a father. Yeah, and so we can, um, and that's us that you, that you are going through that. Yeah. Um, and it went through that. And I would say, um, to touch on a lot of things you said, as far as pain, uh, a lot of us women, we have a lot of deeply rooted pain. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, being molested when we were younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, as, as much as women don't want to acknowledge it, if we don't have a healthy relationship with our father, that does show up in our life. Right. Um, so that, that's the truth. You know, that's the truth. So we have to we have to be honest with ourselves about who we are. And talk about consistency. These challenges are consistent amongst various segments of black women everywhere. Yeah. So not every black woman um, is a bitter baby mama. Not every black woman is a baby mama. Right. Um, you know, but, but we all in some way have commonalities. We do share similar challenges. So um, how we act out those challenges or how those challenges show up in our lives are going to always be different however they do share similar roots. Right. You know? Right. So, um, that's the, I want to point out about consistency and then, um, as far as pain, you know, if, if we, I think women, um, I actually said this, I met a 15 year old mm-hmm. and when I met her, she was so bubbly and she was so excited and we had such great conversations. She was so articulate and she appeared to be so strong. And um, she got my number and she called me and had been in contact with me and I found out she used to cut herself. I Mm. found out she's not as strong as she appeared to be. I found out she has a lot of challenges that she's dealing with. And I said, you know what? We start young, don't we? We learn young how to go outside the door and put a smile on our face like nothing is wrong. We Mm. really were hurt inside, really we're aching inside. And she's 15. 15. So when I seen that, it, it immediately came to my, to, my, to my spirit and I was just like, wow. But that's the problem, ladies. We have to start addressing our pain. We have to start saying, you know what, that actually hurt my feelings. Even if it's something that's little, you have to figure out why it did hurt. Right. You know, and, and try to get to a place where you can rise above it and not be triggered if you're hurting that way again. Right. I think we have a hard time letting go. We have a hard time healing. A lot of us weren't taught how to heal. A lot of us weren't taught what healing is or how to forgive or how to move on. So I think that a lot of a lot of black women, mother or not, we need to we need to work on uh, being our best selves and being whole women and being able to love in spite of and right. being able to not judge people and be so you know materialistic because that's another another issue that um, I think a lot of 
you know, women have split. That's right. another topic. But, uh, yeah, I think a lot of women have to let go. And, you know, there's a saying, don't be bitter, be better. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to heal. You mm-hmm. know, some women think, oh, because uh, I made it this far, I'm doing good. Well, no. Just because you made it a certain place in life doesn't mean you, you're you're whole and you're at peace on the inside. Right. You could be a millionaire and be broken on the inside. Oh, yeah. So it's not about money and it's not about what you have. It's about who you really are. Exactly. And I'm glad you said that because going back to the pain, because pain is <laughs> pain going to have to be the word of the podcast, because I feel like us as a culture and us as a community go. I mean, we have a lot of pain in us as a race because of what we've been through this time and the other. And one thing it's two things I feel like we hate when it comes to pain. First of all, we hate taking accountable. I mean, accountability that pain is there. And we got to deal with it. We don't want to deal with pain by ourselves. So what we do, we put we put it on other people or things to help heal our pain. And that's not their job, you know. And another thing is um, just just to displace like we don't want to confront why we're hurt. You know, we want to put that to the side and just try to live life nonchalant. Like you said, like everything's fine. Like that 15-year-old, 15, knowing how to hide her pain and go out with a smile. And that pain, one thing about pain, pain creeps up in you. When you're alone in your thoughts, it creeps up in you. Then you start acting out and you wonder why people be lashing out and any shouting matches and being violent. And that could even go back to being a parent. Pain from childhood. All of a sudden, now she, now he or she has a certain uh, mood consistent mood in abusing child just out of nowhere because of displaced anger and pain that we haven't dealt with when we need to deal with it. And I think, I, I want to say something about uh, women. Mm-hmm. I think uh, with us, this, this is our, our time to shine, ladies. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. And, and I'm speaking from, obviously, a woman's perspective, but right. I think a lot of our displaced pain and anger is starting to show up and how petty we become. Like, and don't get me wrong, if he really has left me sometimes, but we have become so petty. Yeah. As grown yes. women. Yes, grown women. Yes. Look at these shows, um, mm-hmm. basketball wives. They advertise it. Yes. Petty, yes. Petty, and I think that's as a result of a lot of, uh, like you said, displaced pain and anger. Mm-hmm. And that really is something that. We really have to deal with it because when you see a whole bunch of women on TV attacking each other, like, now don't get me wrong, I laugh at it. However, I'm a little bit more mindful, and at the root of it, it's like, dang. So, and they really hold on to petty arguments, like, yo, you talked about my daughter, like, well, you was throwing shade too. Right. I'm going to dish it out, but can't take it in. hurt she is rather a little hurt or to the max hurt and how she deal with it is in a little way or in a big way and i say that to say this it's a lot of black (laughs) it's a lot of black single mothers 
who have dealt with a lot and been through a lot and they're angry and they have a lot of pain in them and how they lash it out towards the um father if he's not rather owning up to being the father or she's not the father i mean he's not the father that she want him to be that sometimes or a lot of times they will use the mother will use kids as ammo or as a weapon to harm the father in many ways psychologically mentally emotionally Kids, no responsibilities until we get until we have to go in the car and get them. Yeah, right, right, right. So, if you have a man that's showing up in some way consistently, you should be 
what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And, testing that right now. I don't mind being personal because black people, it is personal. I'm doing that right now. I'm getting my rights because as a non-custodial parent, brothers, you don't have a lot of say-so like you think you do. You do not. Listen, I'm 27 years old, man. I'm not no 45-year-old who's just trying to catch on to things. Like I'm 27. I'm still like in the prime of my life. I'm telling y'all, know your rights. That is so important. I'm so glad I have a supporting, like very supporting and uh, informative parents that can back me up on this because I didn't know. Like it's a lot of things. Even when, when I told you, when I just told you about how my um, how the boyfriend put his uh, like what my child. When you get legitimized, it's a way. Like during mediation or however the lawyer lawyer told me, like you can you can dictate, like capital. I don't know if it was a capital punishment or something like that. But basically, it's like. If you don't want the mother or whoever the mother stand with to discipline your child, you have the right to say that. And if they can't honor that, yes, exactly. That is a while because I didn't know that. And like you said, it it is a lot of brothers trying to know their rights because it's important. And the law, especially family law, really caters towards the mother anyway. And it's not even it's not even a color. It's not even a color thing. It's just how law is. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing where women are actually getting 
Mm. They don't. They seeing too much of it. Yeah, we do. We do. And we got to be accountable. And trying to get to know your rights. Yes. Right. Some of y'all do think like that, man. That is sad, man. <laughs> oh, man. That's what I was just about to say. Like emotions get away in the man, in the man too. It's just not. It's more effective when a female does it, but it's still the same because when we when we emotionally evolve, it's not. Thing is, it's not even about the child. It's about who that child's belong to, which is the crazy ass, petty ass, ratchet ass baby mama. <laughs> yes, I did. I did. I said it. Thankful for my little children. 
touched on a lot of good things, man. Real good things. So, Asha, we're going to close it out. Any advice do you want to give to, you know what, not even black, like, black women who are mothers, but just black women without kids? Do you have any advice for them? Because we talked about a lot of things that probably will make a woman never have kids until they're married. So, do you have any advice for them? said everything but <laughs> let me just say this ladies who have two less children or women with no kids know your worth there's no reason why you should be a single mother handling more than like four or five six kids and several different baby daddies know your worth be a woman 
be strong and say, look, we're not having protective sex unless you see something long term in me. Period. It should be no reason. I understand things happen. So I'm not like bashing any. Don't, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Y'all do have the power. Y'all got yeah, use it wisely. I know. We can't. And it takes two, I know it takes two to tangle. But hey, it's really up to the woman to say, look, you can none of me or you can't. And I got enough strength to push you off. You know what I mean? So don't don't let Yeah, exactly. Don't let and man too, man. If you don't if you don't see nothing long term with this woman, don't none of her and get her pregnant. Especially if you know you're not ready to be a parent. Especially if you know you don't see a future with the woman you're about to get pregnant or you're getting pregnant. So just know you're worth it. Just be smart out there. Because it's a lot of people, a lot of parents who put in their hands, I mean, who put in their kids in dangerous situations by being around the other girlfriend or the other boyfriend. I keep seeing that on the news and it hurts that black kids are getting murdered at the hands of the boyfriend or the girlfriend. There's too much of that going on. So be smart and just know your value, man. That's all I got to say. And that's going to wrap it up. Another episode of Black People's Personal. I was saying, you did an amazing job. I'm proud of you. Oh, well, thank you. Very proud of you. Y'all stay tuned for the next episode. We will drop the title when we make another flyer. Y'all be blessed. Keep it real. And we out.